All right. Welcome, everybody, to Lais and the Coach. We have a special today, Tuesday. <laughs> Today is Tuesday. Tuesday night edition <laughs> of the show, uh, and we are live. Yay! <laughs> wow. Molly. Hi, Molly. Hi, how are you? Good. We are how are you? Great. We have been looking forward to chatting with you. Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly because we have a very unique story. Yes, we do. Um, so I think that that's where we're going to start. Let's do it. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, how funny, like we're leaving for, for Worlds in like a week. Um, I'm super so, excited for you guys. So how funny that that that's where our story begins. That's where it all began. Yes. Go at Worlds. In the Bahamas. Yeah. Yes. How wow. funny. So do you want to tell it? Or... Sure. Can you hear me well? Yes. Sometimes I'm too far back and people can't hear me. So I was at WBFF World in the Bahamas two years ago, 2019, yep. um, this time of year, August. And I was just by myself there with the kids. He didn't get to travel. He didn't get to go with us. And I was actually, so that hotel was like a cashless hotel. So you couldn't really get anything there. Like you were stuck. The only place that you could was Starbucks and you're in an island. And I was at Starbucks with the kids. I don't know if it was breakfast or an afternoon snack, but I remember I got to the register and my card didn't work because the bank blocked it because I was out of the country. And it was a different card that I had used for other stuff. And I was so embarrassed because I'm like, I called the bank. Now I'm holding up this line and everyone's waiting. It's already a long ass line to begin with. And here comes Molly and she's like, don't worry about it. I'll pay for it. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. I'm going to pay you back. I was so like mortified. But then she was like, what is it that you guys are doing here? And you know, what is this competition and what is this fitness stuff? And we chatted very briefly about what I did and how we did it. And we just exchanged Instagram. I was like, oh, let's chat. You know, she was from New York and I was from Miami. And here we are in the Bahamas. And I was like, when you get back to New York, like reach out, we can get your transformation going. Right? Yes. Absolutely. And then we didn't really connect till like two months later. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's where I come in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then the magic begins. Actually, this is who you need to talk to. <laughs> so, so we got on a call really quick. And again, like most people that are not local, we're like, you know, just gathered some info. Molly says, I'm really busy. My work schedule. She didn't tell me what the work schedule was. She said, I'm very busy. It's all over the place. Sometimes it's at night. Sometimes it's this. And I said, okay. So we just got to work around it, right? Um, yep. And we started going. And fast forward. Two years. No, 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 to November. To November. Of, of yeah. A year and a half. Yeah. Says, I think, no, 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 wait. We didn't meet until Atlantic City. Right. Uh, we're stranded. Yep. Well, we have history. Yep. That's okay. Yeah. So we met in August of 2019 in the Bahamas. Yes. And in mm -hmm. December of 2019, yes. four months later, you, uh -huh. we were at a show in New Jersey at right. Atlantic mm -hmm. City. Mm -hmm. And you, because uh -huh. you're in New York, we were like, come out. And you were right. like, yeah, I'm going to go to Atlantic City and watch the show. So that's the first mm -hmm. time you guys met in person. Yes. But before yes. we do, I want to hear her side. Like, how was it when we mm -hmm. met in the Bahamas? Mm -hmm. And then how was it when you went to Atlantic City? So, I mean, I think it was very interesting. Um, a lot had gone on in my life prior to going to the Bahamas. And, um, you know, I'm a person who I, I always, I don't really believe in chance, but I know there's something that generally connects people. And so it was really strange to meet you in the Starbucks line because I love Starbucks. Anybody that knows me, I, you can find me there. If there's a coffee shop, if it's Starbucks, I'm there. And, you know, it was very interesting kind of meeting you. You had like such a bubbly personality, like kind of just listening to you online. And so kind of like after that meeting, we started talking. 
you know, I was telling um, my friend who I was with, I was like, listen, you know, I was like, you got to see like all these amazing people. You got to see these bodies. Like they look amazing. And I met, you know, somebody who is competing. And I was like, she says that's a nice personality. Because most of the time, like when I initially went, I thought it was a beauty pageant. But then I started to see more tone women. I was like, yeah, no, this isn't quite a beauty pageant. Um, and, but one of the things that I think that I like the most is that everybody was so nice, was so polite, was so, you know, wanting to share that information. And so when I met you and um, was asking, you know, like, what are you doing in Starbucks? And you're not having like non-fat soy latte with no nothing, like this foam and water. All these sugar packets. That's true. I forgot right. about that. And I'm like, God, how does she look like that? <laughs> I was like, you can't do it. And so I was like, you know, okay, well, this sounds great. Fine. And, you know, it was like, I was like, okay, it's nice meeting you. And it was really interesting to me that I then met you again, or I saw you with the kids again when we were checking out. And I was like, you know what, this can't just be chance meeting. There has to be something that's tying us together. And, you know, unbeknownst to me that, you know, now years later, here we are, you know, you guys are like family to me now. And it's, you know, and it's amazing. I, it was really interesting that I had only talked to coach you know, via like email and maybe like a Zoom call. And then literally was walking up the steps, you know, at the Atlantic City show and was like, I know that guy. And so I back up, I was like, coach? And he was like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I finally get to meet you. So it was like super amazing. And one of the things that I like about you guys and not just you, but it really extends to the whole team. It kind of like speaks to the vibe of the team. It's just that everyone is so welcoming, so kind, so, you know, so inviting that it's amazing. Like you give off that family vibe right from the beginning. There's no fakeness. There's no, we're trying to get anything out of this. Nothing. I think, you know, you genuinely want the best for people. And that's one thing that I think that is amazing about this team. And that's one thing that I think, you know, I had to learn and I think I gained from meeting the both of you. And so that's, that in itself has been an, an amazing experience. That's Thank awesome. You. That's so sweet. That Thank is you. Awesome. So we started working together on your transformation, but it wasn't for the stage at first. We were, you know, trying to like you were you were you were contemplating doing a, a marathon, mm -hmm. and, and we were trying to like figure out what what we were going to do. And at some point, she started saying, "You should get on stage." Difficult. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And well, she came to watch the show. So. Right. And then, right. Like, in my eyes, I always say the same thing. I think anybody can do this, right? I think that it's it's just a matter of time. You know, if, if you give yourself enough time, anybody can do this. Um, I know that not everybody wants to, and that's not everybody's jam, but if it's something you're curious about, then then we can make it happen. But when she said she wanted to do it, I said, okay, great. So we just shift over. Um, I think that quarantine had just started nah. when, when we made that switch. So there were a bunch of things going on at the same time totally. uh, and a lot of unknowns. But one of my favorite things is that we work through it. Like, yeah. you know, and and I'm sure if if you want to talk, because uh, we've talked to everybody that was in that process, getting ready for the June show that you just did when, when the quarantine happened, mm -hmm. um, you had a, a much different experience than all of us. Because yeah. um, I've seen some of the articles. You were in the front line. <laughs> wow. It, it was so for me, it was funny. I actually just saw a uh, one of my friends, they had a New York, um, I believe it was a New York, it wasn't uh, wasn't the post. I have to remember the newspaper, but uh, oh, the Daily News, they actually showed a clip where we were like on the front page. And I was like, what the what? <laughs> like, you know, and I was like, when do they take these pictures? Because we, we, um, you know, we were kind of one of the, the pilot hospitals for starting the tents and doing all these other things. <laughs> you know, during COVID and, um, you know, it was difficult for me being in the hospital all the time. And, you know, even just prepping for the patients, knowing what we're going to do with them and where we're going to put them and then trying to fit in eating meals and, um, figuring out when I was going to exercise. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that was difficult or even more so just sleep, you know, and that was the hard part, but I think I actually found my reprieve, my relief in working out and I think we were doing like a 75 hard somewhere early um in there and that actually was one of the things that helped to ground me to keep me you know to keep me rooted in what I was doing and not to kind of get bogged down with it 
was just being able to have that outlet. Like, it wasn't like work, oh God, I gotta get up and work out. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get up before I go to work and I'm gonna get these miles in and this is gonna be amazing and I'm gonna have a great day. And I started posting. Um, and, you know, I didn't even realize how much, because I normally don't post anything on Facebook. Anybody that knows me, it's very rare. Most things of what I, what I post is like of my daughter or when we do like a trip or something. But to actually post the activities and people kept saying like how inspirational it was and how encouraging it was. And I was like, really? I was like, I, this is more, this is more for me, but it was great to see that, um, you know, that that positive change also affected it, positive change in other people, but it wasn't like, you know, I never really thought I wanted to do a show. I knew that I wanted like, you know, being a former athlete and knowing what my body used to look like to what my body was looking like, um, you know, but you kind of get comfortable with it, but I wasn't comfortable. Like I was uncomfortable with being that comfortable with right. being out of shape, <laughs> you know, like it's hard to walk up a flight of stairs and I can't tie my shoes or like my balance is off. You know, like I can't even stand on one leg for more than a second. Like just kind of figuring those things out for me made me want to want to embark on this change. And, um, you know, it was it was a way to kind of settle my mind before work. Um, but then, you know, I think for me, the biggest game changer was when we decided to do a show like that was the game changer that was okay i can't sneak that cookie like i know coach knows if i don't work out oh boy um <laughs> you know what, what magic is the scale going to say this morning like is it going to tell that i you know but like when it was time to prep for the show it became real like i've got to put on a bikini yes people are going to see my work or the absence of work and that's what made you know it, it made it real again. It was almost like when you're running track and field, if you don't work out, if you don't get those reps in, if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, when you get on the track, it's going to show. And so it kind of, you know, getting ready for the show really brought me back full circle. I was like, okay, got to do what's right. Got to do what's right. And I didn't want to tell anybody, you know, like that, that fear of like, not, not, I, I didn't think I would have cheerleaders. It's like the fear of failure. Like if I tell the people I'm doing this and then, I look crazy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I, I kept it the biggest secret. When I got back, people from work were like, what the, what happened to you? And everybody like, like towards the end, they were like, you look kind of thin. Are you okay? And I was like, eh, yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like the process itself was awesome. The process was awesome. I, I think I told coach after the show, I was like, oh, by the way, I think I, I think I've kind of just kept talking past the question that you asked. I'm sorry. You're good. You're great. But I was saying, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I have an addiction and it's prepping. <laughs> I was like, it's my new thing. And I was like, we're doing another show. And I was like, I don't know which one or two or 10. I was like, but we're prepping. Like I want to live the rest of my life prepping because I, I feel so much better. I, I was telling my mom the other day, I said, I haven't missed a workout, whether it's like the cardio or the strength training. Thank you. I haven't missed, let it dry for me. I haven't missed a workout. Um, and it doesn't matter what time I get home from work. It doesn't matter what time I get home from work. If it's midnight, if it's 1 a.m., it doesn't matter. I still go in the basement and I get it in um, because I'm doing it for me. I've got to show up for me. I love that. And for those of so you who can't much. hear that, She's clearly a mom. She's yeah. a mom. You want to say hi? She's a doctor. She is just showing up for herself no matter <laughs> how busy she is. And she hi. is. That's hi. my buddy. <laughs> you know, one of the, one of the things that's. Your I, arms look freaking epic, by the way. Yeah. I like it. I'm prepping forever. I told you. <laughs> I want to prep forever. <laughs> One of the things that, that I think that we really, really have to touch on is the, the real time, like real numbers. Like what kind of schedule were you working with? Like how many hours were you putting in? <laughs> okay. Um, all right. If you're, if you're talking like COVID, so for like, for like prepping for the actual pandemic to hit for the numbers to rise, I, I mean, there were for like that, those first two weeks, hold on, Bubby. The, for those first two weeks, I was literally in the hospital no less than 16 hours 
some nights I actually slept there. Um, and it was, it was hard to get meals. I had to figure out when I was going to prep, um, you know, and it was hard. Don't get me wrong, but I tried to adhere as closely as possible. And, but what's cool about the meal plans is it's, it's real food. It's not like, you know, like I can, like if I have two eggs and toast, I can go right across the street to the corner deli and be like, Hey, give me two eggs on a toasted white bread. Right. Like that. It's simple. If I want chicken, I can, I could call out to Chipotle or we have like this place across the street that does like the most amazing grilled chicken. Um, and so I get grilled chicken. They have like sweet potato cubes or they have rice. I'm like, and sometimes it was hard to weigh, but then I bought like a portable right. scale, but still nonetheless, it was doable. It wasn't like, you know, you need to have this, you know, specific thing cooked to this with, you know, it wasn't like that. Right. And, and I think that that's what made it doable. That's what made it easier for me. And then, you know, so sometimes when I couldn't make the the eggs or whatever, I ate, you know, my, my measured rice and chicken for breakfast and then went across the street and got the, the egg and toast. So that part was cool. Um, I, you know, on, on days when it got a little bit lighter, when we like actually seeing patients and the flow got better. So I might, you know, might be there to open up the tent at six. Um, I would probably leave around, uh, like, and this is like May. So it didn't get dark early. So I'd probably leave around like five or 6 PM. I would drive straight to like the, we have like a walk park near me. I would go to the walk park and I would get my miles in, like whatever my cardio was. And then I would come home and do whatever my workout was, you know, play LOL and Barbie for a while. And then, you know, try to get as much sleep. I think during that time, the hardest part for me was getting the sleep in. And then also at the beginning, the water used to kill me. Uh But it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, But like now I can drink a gallon of water in a day and still be like, no problem. (laughs) You got a little more water because I'm thirsty. You know, we're looking at 12 to 16 hour days. Yeah. Was it always, you know, one of the things that you said is, is that, you know, it's for you, right? And you started to look forward to them. Was it like that from the beginning or did you kind of like fall into that? Like, this is actually the only time that I get for me now. Um, I think I kind of like my, my me time ended up being when, yeah, give me a minute. My me time actually ended up being my exercise time. Like that was my, that was my clear my head kind of space. Um, but, um, you know, I made it work. I think it, it wasn't, I can't say it's hard. You know, it was so funny. I actually, and this is kind of like a sidebar. I was, you know, looking at everyone's story, you know, Melissa and, um, you know, and Monica and, um, you know, Fabia, Jen, you know, Julie, all of them. I actually, I follow them, you know, on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm like, I have a relatively easy life. Like these ladies put in so much work. And I'm like, shoot, if they can do it, then I've got to, I've got to focus, right? I'm like, they, they all inspire me. So it's like, it's hard to say, you know, that I didn't find, that I didn't find time or that I can't find time because I'm like, if these women look amazing and they're, I have a, I'm sorry, I have a, I have a note. It's my note. <laughs> okay. In a minute, let me finish. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm just like, you know I'm just like it's you know it's it's amazing to just be able to do that but it's kind of like you know that's where I found my solace in my time was just literally when I went out like I'm not I'm not much of a relaxer it's I'm not much of a relaxer of a sleeper like I don't need to lay on a beach to have a great time for me like going to the gym and like pulling out those weights that's that's my time like I get my music in I'm in my in my zone and I'm getting it in. So that, that was cool for me. I love it. And then, and then you came down, we, we, we were able to muster the ability to get a show uh, for the end of the season in Miami. And you flew down for that show to, to watch it. To kind of say, all right, if I'm going to do this, let me see what's going on, you know, with, with yeah. all of that. And then when you went home, I remember when we were talking about working out at home, like it was cold in New York. Like, I remember and, uh, that. It wasn't, you know, all, all fun and games. Like, I know that your basement workouts were. Brutal. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It's, it was... um, it's cool. And the gyms weren't open. 
like because the, the gyms hadn't really fully opened up um and if you did you had to go in with a mask on which was crazy if you can imagine trying to do like those those tabatas and those uh like those those uh 20 second on 10 second offs on a treadmill with a face mask on you know? <laughs> like that, that was suffocating that was the crazy part but you know what i was like you know what i'm gonna do this it's, it's, there's no excuses give me a second baby. okay give me a second i'm i'm, I'm playing and, and talking but you know it was bobby give mommy a minute go with grandma for a second all right. So, but I mean, like it's, it was yeah. for me, it was, again, that was my, my downtime. So I, I just, I got it in and it's so crazy because I feel like when I first started, even just doing them in the house, I was like, oh my God, he wants me to do five pushups. They can't do five pushups. <laughs> it was really sad or like the squats or whatever. But then, you know, and I was like, I don't know if I'm getting any better at this. But then when I look back at one of my first workouts to now look at what my workouts are now and just to see how much I'm able to do is amazing. So like, you know, I'm like, oh, it doesn't get easier. You just get stronger, which is great because that's what promotes your growth. And I, I'm like, I absolutely love that. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But that is one of the things that, you know, that I look back now and can love Give me a minute. Yeah. Please and thank you. Um, but yeah, like I'm like, that's the that's the thing that is amazing. You don't see it, you don't see it while you're in it, but like when you kind of reflect back on it, and I hadn't really had a chance until recently to like really reflect back on how much my body changed. Now, mind you, when I look at the pictures, I'm like, oh my god, who is that lady? And she looks amazing. I mean, and and it was funny though. Cause like Lace, you always talk about like coach working his magic, and I was like, I'm not gonna see it. I'm not gonna see it. And then I was like, Oh wait, is that a calf muscle? <laughs> I was like, Wait, is that a is that a bicep? Like, oh, oh, I didn't know I had that. You know, and you never really, like I didn't see it until the end until I saw like pictures, and so like that's what was um that's what was cool for me, like just kind of seeing that. But like at first not really believing it's going to happen. I'm like, no, I, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And then, like, was like, wow. I want to go so, on the computer. Hold on a second. Bobby, you, um, you have to stop. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, I think that that's, that's been amazing, just kind of, like, looking back and seeing, you know, and seeing, um, you know, the changes that have happened and doing it with, like, constraints. But, like, what's cool is that I mean, I watch everybody else and see, you know, how they were able to do this with like so many other challenges. Like I can't, there's, there's no excuse to not do it. Like there's no excuse. Okay. Oh, well I have a kid. Okay. So does just about everybody on the team. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, well, you know, I work. Yeah. And so does everybody. <laughs> yeah. If I work a lot of hours. Yeah. So does everybody. I'm like, there's times when I can't meal prep, but like, you know, you can call Chipotle. Like there's, there's just, there's things that you can do, but you have to kind of just make up in your mind that you're going to do, you know, that you're going to, sorry, that you're going to, you're going to just do it and you got to do it for, for you, which is like, you know, you got to do it for whatever reason you choose to do it. Like whether it's your health, whether it's because you want to feel better, whether because, you know, whether it's because you want to look different whatever it is you know you have to find that within you and let that be your focus and just get it done but like let the excuses go like i think that's for for me you know i was like i can't drink the water mm. <laughs> right like it that was my you know that was my thing and when i when i let go of it when i let go of it and then just and then like i'm mad for five minutes Five. No. Oh gosh. Um, but you know, when I when I stopped saying what I couldn't do and just started doing it and started building towards it and started working, I think that's what made that that changed the mindset. And not just not just for drinking water, but my workouts. Push harder, go faster, do more. Oh boy, that ice cream cone looks amazing. Like that ice cream cone looks amazing. Yeah, can't we're not eating that right now because that's not open meal. We have to wait, right? Because we're working towards a goal. 
And that was kind of it. It was just changing the mindset. And I do the same thing at work, right? This is the outcome that I want. What do I need to do to get there? Let's do it. Let's make it work. There's nothing that we can't do. And I think that that's, you know, what I take away from this whole thing, like this whole transformation is that if I just, if I put myself to it, put my mind to it, take it one step at a time, we can do it. I love that. And honestly, like you just said that you didn't even see it until recently. So that willingness and ability to just do it and do it and do it, whether you see it or not, is really critical because mm-hmm. the goal is what you're saying is to do it one day at a time, one thing at a time, you just go for it. Even when you don't see what's happening, what's happening. Yeah. I think that that's usually one of the hiccups at the beginning because everybody while they get that it's going to take time, you know, everybody wants to see it right away. So I think that when they, when they don't see things happening, especially when they don't see a lot happening, because things happen, right? But it's not dramatic or drastic. And when they don't see that, that becomes the thing that interrupts them. Um, so a lot of times they don't see it through because it doesn't happen as quickly or as dramatic as they expected. Was, was, was the process itself built out the way you thought in terms of difficulty or like did you go into it saying okay no matter what happens i'm going to do this or did you have an idea of because we have been working together for almost a year already before before we decided to do this um was it harder than you thought was it was it just as simple the level of commitment change what what is some of the stuff that you remember about about that part so i will definitely say the level of commitment changed, not at first, <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, I got, I got six months, I got five months, and I'm like, oh, God, I got four months, I got to, wait, it's six, wait, it's six weeks, and then when they push the show back, I was like, yes, <laughs> and I would, I never thought that I would, would want that, but like, I think that it became real every day that I got closer. Um, like I said, I think the the commitment to the workouts was a little different. Like I would work out, but I'm not sure if I gave it the same effort, um, even the same effort as I'm giving it now. Like if if I'm not covered in sweat, my hair looks crazy, then I don't feel like I've done what I was supposed to do. And I make it my aim. The next day, I got to hit it harder. Um, I think, you know, the the food was, like, weird. I have no clue as to how you work your magic. I don't know uh-huh. what you do. Um, I don't know how you calculate, how you do whatever. I have no clue. All I know is in the beginning when I was eating, like, 10 ounces of meat and, like, I'm like, oh, I can't eat anymore. <laughs> I'm so full. I don't want to eat any more hummus. No. And then when I got down to like the three ounces, I was like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> what are you doing like, to me? Ounces. It's crazy. It was crazy. And then I was like, oh, but I kind of feel better. Like, 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 I felt like I just kind of, I, I trusted blindly because it's like, I have no clue as to what's happening here. I was like, but he's the expert. <laughs> I was like, all I can do, and he just kept saying, just, he kept saying, just, just trust the process. And it's really weird because that's the same thing that I say to my residents all the time is, you know, when it comes to you learning and you want to be a great emergency medicine doc, it's not, you know, you're not going to know everything up front and it seems piecemeal. And you're, you're like, what in the world is she doing? Why is she making me do this? Why is she telling me to leave that? You know, why is she, she's strange, she's weird. But then I thought about it and I was like, ah, oh. he said the same thing. So then why, can, if I expect other people to kind of blindly trust that I'm going to get them to their end, how can I not do the same thing? And then once I, like at about four months in, I kind of let go of all reservations. Like it wasn't about me questioning. And I think you also sent out um, like a podcast about, you know, just kind of listening and just doing it every day and not really questioning, am I going to be ready, right? You're going to be where you're going to be when you get there. And that's kind of like, you know what I said? So I, I started saying to myself, if I give it everything that I have, if I make the commitment to eating my meals, if I drink the water, 
if I do the workouts like I'm supposed to, then I'm going to be where I am supposed to be. And that was something that I, like I said, I learned that along the way. And I think that that was the most valuable lesson was like, stop trying to figure out why he has you doing what you're doing. Stop trying to figure out why you're eating what you're eating. Just do it and do it to the best of your ability. Like focus on not looking at that cookie like you really, really want it when it's not on the meal plan this week. Like I remember- I know. You were just talking about a corner deli. I'm like, what I would give to be in a corner deli in New York City right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. The slices of pizza. The... And you oh. know what's funny though? Like right now, I don't even... So we went away to the parks. Mind you, I didn't know, I didn't know that my body changed that much. Like, you know, the first day I was able to kind of eat because I, I brought my meals with me and I was able to eat what I was supposed to eat and I felt okay. But then like then trying to eat at the park, I kept, like, I had headaches every single day I was there. I felt nauseous. My stomach felt sick. And I thought, like, I was like, oh, I thought it was the roller coasters. No, <laughs> it was just my body wasn't used to eating those kind of things. And even, I think, I forgot what it was. I think coach was like, oh, you didn't have a free meal. And I ate something. I was like, oh, <laughs> you're not the same Molly anymore. No. And I love it because like now I'm okay. Like I can eat chicken rice and a vegetable and be all right with it. It doesn't have to have sauce all over it. It doesn't have to be deep fried. I used to love fried chicken. Now, mind you, like I, I, I take the skin off and I eat the chicken if I like on like my open meal or whatever, because like, I, I know that I'm, I'm going to just not feel well by right. eating it. But that's good. Like I'm, I'm happy that my body is wanting to reject the things that I shouldn't really be putting in it anyway. Um, and do and you, that's good. You notice that uh, some of the old like tendencies show up sometimes, like like when you want something fried or whatever. And do you ever like fight that? Like, are you ever fighting it? Like, I really want to eat this, but I know it's not going to sit good. I do. <laughs> yes, it is a total mental fight because like I and I think for me yeah no for real it's like I don't even want it in my stomach I just want it in my mouth my, yeah. my mother laughed one day I literally licked the potato chip and threw the chip in the garbage because I didn't want the chip I just I was like I know what this used to taste like and it used to taste really good I just want to taste it you know I didn't even want to eat it I just wanted to taste it because I already knew if I eat this we're just not gonna feel well and that's more annoying than having to fight the craving. And it's like, I, I can look sometimes, I'm like, ooh, that looks good. Don't do it. And we have lots of flexibility. <laughs> we have lots of flexibility in our plan. We choose our foods. We have open meals. But mm -hmm. I find the same thing. There's so many things that I want that like just won't sit well anymore. You know, they're just not worth it. It has nothing to do with calories because it, if it's mm -hmm. the right time, then you can eat it. It's just yeah. I notice it a lot with with you guys. Like once once you have that identity shift and and now this new body that you have works better, performs better, functions better, and then <laughs> looks better. Looks better. And then all of a sudden you put something, you know, like fun foods in that used to be things that you would eat socially for entertainment or social time. It's just not pleasant, you know. And mm -mm. and a lot of times you'd be surprised how many people get upset they can't eat that way anymore. But for the most part, people start to piece together, like, wow, I used to do this all the time. I used mm -hmm. to do this all the time. No wonder I felt like crying. And you start to think that the way you felt in the moment was normal. Right, yep. You feel tired and fatigued and brain mm -hmm. and bloated, like it's not normal. It's, nope. But we feel like it is when we're in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, it's almost like, um, it, it's kind of like being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like, it's just, that's your new normal. Like, it, you're used to feeling that way. Like, I used to have to drink cups and cups and cups of coffee. And I thought that I was tired because I was working, but that really wasn't it. Because it's like, people laugh. Like, now, now I almost, if it's four flights, I'll, I'll opt to take the stairs. Like, that's just, like, hey, you guys want to take the stairs? They're like, <laughs> this elevator right here I mean like I will go out of my way to go take the stairs but because I feel better and I know what taking those stairs is going to help me feel like at the very end of the day you know it's sometimes I want to taste things but literally once I say it, it, it's it's also interesting like when I have an open meal 
outside of like maybe pancakes, my open meal is still like chicken of some sort and rice. <laughs> it's, it's very strange. It's always still like a meat and rice. I don't typically stray too far from it. Um, I think like the occasional burger, but like not even a fast food burger. It's still, it'll still be more of a burger that I'll cook at home um, because it just, it doesn't. And then the other thing, the other thing that I kind of noticed, so I'm still kind of a scale junkie. <laughs> you see, I looked away, right? I was like, I'm, I'm not going to look at coach. I'm not going to look at coach. I'm not going to look at coach. Because I'm still kind of, yes. Now it's not so much, it's not so much the actual number. But like, but like, if I, like, I remember, okay, you go tell her, I'll wait. But if you, like, I remember I started out on the scale at 224. <laughs> so like, if I eat something that's like, like, if I eat what I'm supposed to eat, I, it never moves, right? Like it, I, you know, I've gotten down to like maybe 192. Um, but like, if I, like, I went away this weekend and I got on the scale and I was like, 200 point who <laughs> you know and I, I like I like panic because I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god I, I know I know there's no way that I gained almost 10 pounds right like in 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 the weekend but but you know and I'm, I'm like I'm calm I'm calm <laughs> calm down calm down but like you know if it if it if, if I see like 192 183 I just don't want like every day for it to just kind of keep going up because then right. I start worrying like what am I doing wrong but right. I again same thing. I trust the process. It's like I know I know coach knows what he's doing. So it's like whatever. He knows what I did. I, I send pictures, you know, he, he knows what I ate, he knows what I drank, you know, and I've I've gotten a lot more honest in the process. I know. I know. <laughs> I know he knows. Like that's the sad part. It's like I know he knows. I'm like Oh God, I was like, I, I hate sending this picture of these McDonald's fries that I had, but oh my God, I gotta, you know, I was like, but I gotta be honest. I was like, in order to get the outcomes that I want, right, I have to be honest, you know, and I think that that was the biggest part for me. And I think that sometimes, you know, when we're like closet foodies, we want, you know, you, you want to do better, but you still want to eat whatever. You gotta be honest with yourself, right? And then, you know, once you're honest with yourself, then it's easier to work with. And I think that that was one of the other things. You and, know, and, with, you know what's, in, what's interesting is to me, it's never about like, you shouldn't be doing it. It's, I just need to know. So I know how to, you know, damage control or work around it. And most of the time people are always afraid of sending the picture of the thing or, or whatever. And, and to me, like, just tell me what you did. So we could work on fixing it right now, you know? Yeah. I think it's a parent mentality. It's like, you know, when you've done something bad, you really don't want to tell your parents because you don't want them to be disappointed. I'm like, he's going to be disappointed in me. So it's like funny when you text in the morning, I was like, okay, so does one muscle mean that I did really good and two muscles means I did great? And then like, if I get no muscles, it wasn't a bad night. Like that's literally how I read those text messages. Like literally. The emojis, the coach emojis. <laughs> That is, and, and you know, uh, one of the things I always noticed was how consistent, in spite of how busy you were, you got checking in. Like, because in spite of what was going on, I would always wake up in the morning and have all of your food. No, no, that's, that's, that's what I want. You know, I, I'm, and, and that's my point. Like, no matter what going on and how busy you got, you still have the picture of your food. And whether you sent them all in the middle of the night or one at a time, I still woke up to the info and we did That becomes one of the hiccups in this process, the keeping track and sending pictures. Yet it's the thing that would help the most because we could be accurate and be honest with what's going on. And that allows us to make the next set of choices. Without that, we don't know what's next, or I don't know what's next. And that's always something that holds a lot of people back. And I, I remember telling her a lot of times, I'm like, I know Molly is swamped. pictures. So when somebody told me, oh, I forgot, let me tell you, you know, Molly's over there in New York and she's busy. And in the middle of the night, she'll see me. I feel so bad because it's like, it's usually like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't see my pictures. I'm like, 
you know, it's like, it's crazy. I actually got excited when I got like my new, my new Garmin and like you can actually put, right. Like you can put in the actual workout and now it reflects like where the muscles are. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hit this workout hard. Cause I'm going to send you yeah. the coach. <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy though. Like the, the way you look at it before it was like, why do I have to do 10 squats? Now I'm like, oh, 10 squats? But I That's got it. that. That's right? How much weight? How much weight? Like, give me, I'm like, I'll put the couch on my back. You know what I mean? I'm like, right? Because it's like, you know, I'm like, what? Just 10? Okay. I got you. How many sets? I used to get sad when, when, after, when we finished. I used to get sad when it was like, when it used to be like three sets and then it was four sets. I was like, oh my God, that's an extra set. I'm going to die. I'm gonna die. And now I'm like, oh, four sets. All right, let's get it in. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, let me see. How much can I lift? Let's see. What can I do and be comfortable? My my daughter's okay. trying to play the guitar. I gotta okay. hold it over. I gotta hold it over here, baby. Remember, I'm still on the meeting. All right. So yeah, no, I was like, it's 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 interesting. Like just changing your mindset changes how you approach things and how you look at it. And then I think that like I said, I think I've learned a lot. Like not just, and I think like you always say this, is it wasn't just the outside transformation. There's so many things that have been affected by this process. Um, you know, look at how I look at things and how I approach things. You know, just being around so many remarkable men and women who have their own daily challenges, you know, that, I mean, like, I feel like I'm, I'm living the breeze compared to what a lot of them are doing with their time. And it, it absolutely inspires me. Um, you know, I was excited when I got back and people were like, oh, wait, who's your coach? And I'm like, here's the, here's the number. Everybody that asked me, I'm like, here, call them, get in touch with them. I mean, I was like, you don't have to do a show. But I said, but that's really the nightest that made me, I think that that's where my yeah. biggest transformation came. Like even from, you know, when we started yeah. to, to then, I saw some difference, but nothing like what happened over the course of those months. Um, so it's like, I, you know, I listened to everything that, <laughs> that you said, you're like, Oh no, you got a goal. And I was like, well, my goal is really to just, you know, I want to lose weight. And you're like, you do this. I was like, no, no, I'm just, you're still okay, I'll do this. So, and then like, to just see the transformation, I think once, like once people do it, like it, it doesn't seem like it's something you can do, but I feel like once you do it, you want to do it over and over and over and over again. Like you said, you either love it or you hate it. And I feel like I, I totally loved it. And I, I think that this is a life that I want to immerse myself in. I think that, you know, I think meeting all the women in WBFF and like even having like the short interaction that I had with Allison, you know, kind of at check-in and the, the other different, you know, pro divas and the, you know, and the, um, you know, I'm not sure. You know, I said, but like they were, these were always just very encouraging um, positive, uh, you know, enlightening experiences. And, oh, and it was such a team, oh, like everybody that was there seemed like they were all mommy, cheerleaders and supporters, even if they were quote, quote unquote, you know, your competitors, you never right. felt that. Um, yeah. And I think that that's what was amazing about like the whole experience, but it's just, mommy, you know, just kind I mean, of, you know, I, I tell everybody, mommy, you know, where mommy, to find coach, you know, I was like, hey, find him. I said, because it's going to be amazing. I, mm -hmm. You know, I said, you got to call him. I said, I said, he doesn't really like, he's not going to scold you. He's not going to yell. I said, but he gets it done. Yes. Can you give mommy a minute? Can I finish? Thank you. Much nicer mom than I am. <laughs> but you know what? Like, so it's crazy because I, this is what's funny. This little girl is a um a sponge so she has coined the term lady walking right i used to i have i have videos of her in the basement i never I, like you know how you you know kids watch but you don't know if they really watch she literally practices her lady walking every day she has her own hair flick you know and she poses and you know, it's it's crazy just to kind of see her her do that. So I don't I don't get a lot of time with her, and most of the time is us working out together, you know, or you know playing LOL or Barbie. So I try to you know I try to like keep her around. I try not to you know 
be like, oh, you gotta go. You can't, right. you know, go do whatever. Because I realized she's mommy, literally marrying mommy, me. And mommy, so if I can... Mommy, hmm? Because I'm talking about you. Because, you know, I'm like, if I can get her to mirror this, to mirror a life of fitness, a life of health, a life of patience. Yes. You know. I know, see? Grandma told me that other people shouldn't talk about other people. So that's what I'm saying. Like, she, she repeats these things. And even when I think she's not listening, she's listening. When I think she's not looking, she's looking. So I want to be that example. Right, like I, I mean, you know, you can watch mommy eat junk food all day, or you can watch mommy eat, you know, a real meal. You can watch mommy work out. Okay, you can, you know, I mean, you can watch mommy become confident in herself. You can watch mommy's body transform. You can watch, you know, watch mommy compete, and you can meet these people. You know, I, 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 I forgot her name. It was one of the one of the probitas. I have a picture of her in a mask with her son. And I, you know, the, the mere fact that she, cause she came back saying, she was like, I met your daughter. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Because Amaris is known to say some very precocious things. <laughs> so, you know, but you know, she was like, no, it was a great experience. And, and I said, you know what? It's, it's that kind of like spirit. It's that, um, that, that thing that's amazing to me. And so, you know, if she can be around people, if she can be immersed in this kind of, you know, this kind of behavior, then that's amazing. And I love it. And I mean, like the same thing with you guys. I feel like you guys are always super patient, especially like like Bree. Bree is like my uh, my photo shoot um, and show babysitter. Um, Bree has the patience of a saint, you know, her and Junior and like, you know, how they like play together. And that's why I, said, I was like, I feel like you guys are family because it's never like, you know, sit your kid over there and your kid has to be quiet. Amaris was in the background. Bobby, you gotta be quiet. She was in the background selling people their shoes <laughs> but as i said it was like everybody had such patience and they were so welcoming and I, I i love it it's not you know this isn't a group of people just you know bodybuilding and you know showing off their fitness it's it's people building families and you know and encouraging others to to do what they do and i think that that's you know i've, I've learned so many things but i think for me i'm a big family person like it's huge for me i have like a, a ridiculously huge extended family. Like even my residents, they know one of the things that I tell them about our hospital is that when you join this residency, you join a family, right? We're, we're here to support you no matter what, no matter what it is, you know, and we do that. And so for me, that's, that's important. And I think that that's kind of the vibe that you guys gave off. And I think that that's, you know, what, what sort of drew me to you, but also what kind of keeps me here. And I love it. That's so good to hear. You know, and, and honestly, that's, really what we want because at the end of the day i'm sure you've heard me say it a hundred times you you leave the stage and if you can't keep all this work if you don't get to keep that body and if you don't get to get the, 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 health, the health and fitness then it's not really worth it you don't have a good experience yeah, like, you know, it's not worth it the, the show is is one day for a moment but the journey to there and after that's so much more important to us and, and we always love hearing that because that's honestly what we want. That's our goal. Yeah, that's, that's our goal to be goal. Because if the stage wasn't there, we would still be doing what we're doing, how we're doing it. You know, I love that there's an outcome that inspires people to do this and that, at, and that there's a platform for it, you know, because if it wasn't, we'd have to come up with one. But ultimately, we would still do it the way that we do it um, because I think that that's the right way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I'll say this, I love, I remember like posing with you at first and how uncomfortable you were, just like everybody else. <laughs> I love so much your transformation, like physically and how you rock that stage. I love so much your internal transformation and how much you've just, even doing this, you know, you're so much more outspoken and out of your shell, but I love, that we're just getting started. Yeah. That is like my favorite part of this whole You know, your mindset towards it, your commitment, your approach to your practice, everything about this, everything you've learned, everything you've experienced, who you've become, it's just so at the beginning, like I can't even imagine. And it's so epic at the beginning. Like I can't even imagine it 
in I love it. It's on the goal of why you're doing it and why it matters and that it's for you. Like you're so present in your journey. You're so committed. You flew down here for a show. First of all, you took, I don't know how many buses or trains to Jersey for the show. Then you flew to Miami to watch the show with your daughter. Then you flew to Miami to do a team photo shoot. And then on show weekend, you participated in everything. The two categories, even though it was out of your comfort zone, like you went all in. Like you didn't, as busy as you are in your personal life, in your your professional life, like you you made this your thing. And that's why you've gotten the outcome you've gotten both inside and out. You did not hold back. And to me, if someone can do that, period, but especially their first time around, forget it. Like it is, the sky is the limit. So excited. I am too. I was laughing. I said, I was like, I told my mother, I was like, I started crying. I, I almost didn't want to go back out on stage because literally the, the first, literally the, the first five seconds on the stage my shoe strap broke and i was just like oh. i didn't I see like, that <laughs> it was literally me trying to walk while holding on because like you know like the strap is around the ankle and you know like the back just kind of kept flipping back and forth and i was like they're gonna think i'm crazy <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna think something's wrong with me and i was like you know what and then like so like even like after um you know after after we did the bikini round, I was like, I'm not going back out there. I'm not going. And I told my, I was like, I texted my mother. I was like, my shoe strap broke. I'm not going. And I was like, you know what, Molly? You can't, you can't like, I was like, and it's funny because I was like, I've never given up at anything in my life ever. doesn't matter how much people said I couldn't do it, that I wasn't going to be it. I wasn't good enough. None of that mattered. I still did it. I was like, you know what, Molly? You can't be a quitter. And I was like, let's get out there and, you know, and put your best face forward. Don't let anybody know that anything is wrong and you just do it. And I'm like, you know, because things happen, right? It's life. Life happens. And just kind of like, you know, figuring out how to get past that. And so, and it was like, I mean, like, you know, Janet and um, and her sister, they all, like, they were all like trying to figure out how to get my shoe strap. Like we were getting body pins from people. Fabia was helping. We're like trying to push the thing through the shoe. But I'm like, it was like, it was weird because it was like all these women who, who had either just met that weekend or at the photo shoot were like just really in there with me trying to make sure that I had a great experience. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's huge for me, right? Like, this is, you know, they could all be like, well, your shoe shot back, sorry. You know, but just kind of that, you know, it's just that, I don't know. It's just, it's something. And I don't know how you guys do it. Like, I don't know how people are drawn to this team or anything, but I'm like, they all have to be like-minded in some kind of way. I can tell you I'm how. Like, I can, we how? can tell you how. How? We don't accept it any different. We refuse. We have taken people off the team. We have turned people down because it's the most important thing to us. Everyone can do this and everyone should have the opportunity to get coached. Anyone can do it. But if you don't fit our vibe of family and positivity and helpfulness and just trying to really better yourself and have a good experience it's just not the right fit it's like any other relationship nobody is for everybody right doesn't mean that we're perfect but we take very seriously the peace and the vibe and the community of our family which is our team i love it that's how we do it like we just refuse to allow it to be any different and in turn, those are the people that, that end up staying on the team, right? Like you and everyone that you mentioned, because anybody that's not like that just wouldn't, wouldn't work. And we don't, we just don't. This is, there's so many, like, so many moments oh that, that Bree's going to have to, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and if you're watching this, I'm sure that you've gotten something. But I have to ask, because I ask everybody. If if somebody's listening to this right now, Molly, and they're like on the fence, and they okay. are, you know, like, like I'm curious. I think I want to do this, man, but I just don't know if I can do it. You know, what what would you say? Oh my God, 
I don't even know how to sum this up in a nutshell other than just do it. Like you can absolutely do it. It does not matter whether it's family. I mean, I think I even talked to um, people about like the finances, like how much it costs. And I said, but if you spend $10 a day, right? $50 a week on fast food, right? That's $200 a month. Take that money and filter it to a commitment to making yourself better. Yes, if you say you don't have time, right? The extra one hour that you roll around in the bed hitting the snooze button, get up and get there and do it, right? Like you don't, you don't have to go to the gym. Most of what I do is in the house. I didn't have a weight bench. I think I had one set of dumbbells. You know, I think you guys sent me the, the band, by the way, I hate glute homework. <laughs> With that band, it's evil. <laughs> However, you know, when I turn around and kind of take a peek, I was like, Ooh, I love the band. I don't love the band, but I love what the band does. Yes. But, you know, I'm like, you can always find time. I come home and I'm tired. But you know what? I had I made a commitment to myself. You can do it. 30 minutes, an hour, get something in. You know, if it's, I don't like to meal prep. Okay, well, figure out where the next spot is that sells chicken or go to the Chipotle or do whatever. There's, there's no excuse. There is no excuse not to do what you do. And then you have a bunch of supportive people behind you. Like, I think Marsha sent me more like, you know, stay engaged text than, than I know what to do with. I was like, I can't, I don't know how she stays so perky and so happy. I was like, I need some of what she's drinking. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think it might be the Cuban coffee. I don't know yeah, who started yeah. the Cuban coffee thing, but like, you know, but I mean, you know, to be honest, there's no reason why you can't do this. Every excuse that you can come up with, I have a counteraction for it because there, there absolutely is no excuse other than you just don't want to make a commitment to yourself, yes. right? Like that, that's, that, that's literally it because, you know, I figured if I can find time to, to, you know, I won't say, but you know, you can, you can literally find time, but no, like th that extra hour that I'm rolling around in the bed, how does that, I mean, it benefits me if I need to sleep, but I'm talking about when I'm well-rested, I'm just, they're kind of flicking channels. So now I get slick. I like Star Wars, right? Of, of, well, I like Disney of, of any sort. Um, and so what I do is if I want to watch the Mandalorian, I'm like, okay, let me get my workout. I put the workout there. I turn the Mandalorian on and I probably watched it like 20 times. But like, hmm? oh, okay. The Mandalorian sleeping with someone is just, uh, we don't leave that alone. Um, but you know, but literally I turn it on and I get it in, you know, when the set starts getting hard, I take my mind off the set and I focus on the TV and I get it done. So there's always time I get to watch TV. I watch what I want to watch, you know, while I'm, while I'm doing what I need to do, you know? It's just, you have to, you have to find your reason. Like, even like my mom, you know, my mom went to the doctor, my mom went to the doctor and, um, you know, her blood pressure was like 200 over one something. And I'm like, lady, what are you doing? Are you trying to die? Like with stroke, what you, what you want? You know, and I, cause I had been talking to her about, so you can't sit down and eat three baked potatoes, two scoops of potato salad, you know, turkey wings drenched in Italian dressing. And like a tablespoon of broccoli, like you can't do that. And, you know, and expect not to kind of gain the weight. And she wasn't really working now. She wasn't doing whatever. And so we actually started walking together. And so now every single morning, even when I don't get up, she goes out. She gets her five, six, seven miles. By the way, so when you see my cardio for the morning, I know it's a little excessive over the, six, the 45 to 60 minutes, but I went walking with her this morning, right? And now her blood pressure is like in the 120s. She's lost 30 pounds, right? And so it's, it's infectious, just kind of living this. So, you know, you don't have to take the same route that I took, but understand that there is a healthier you out there and you got to be committed to finding him or her. That's it. That's the only thing I can say is just do it. I love it. I love it. Mic drop. I wish I had a mic. I need to buy a mic. Yes. Molly. You guys are so funny. Oh, I love okay. you both. We it love you. so awesome to have you on the show. It has been awesome. Like, 
Your story is one of my favorites because uh, there's so many things that happen along the way. Um, and for any of you that are watching this or listening to this, uh, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you know, all this stuff, like, share, comment, ask questions. Reach uh, out to Molly. Reach out to Molly. Um, it is our like greatest pleasure to do what we do. And, and whenever we have the opportunity to get this kind of feedback, it's, it, it just, it, you know, it's, it's always- yeah, it's a the, blessing. It, it feels it really like a blessing. Is. It really is, yeah. it really is. So and, thank you for and that. I can't wait to have you back on the show to talk about your next show. Yes, I oh, yeah. I'm excited. I, I'm excited to see this next transformation. I'm really oh, yeah. excited. Yes. Molly, thank you for being on. So to everybody much. that's watching, have a great night. Yes. It was awesome to be on with you. And I think we're on back tomorrow. Yeah, we're back tomorrow. Yeah, so. Thank your daughter for us for taking all of your time away. Come thank buddy. you, Oh, listen, she's a, she'll probably be in here lady walking. Hurry up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. She's probably going to be lady walking in just a minute. I love I'm, it. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you the, there's Baba. Hi. <laughs> I'm gonna send you this video so you can see her lady walking. Do it. I want to see it. Very interesting. And her her new thing is poppies and two pieces. Oh. Just because that's her bikini. Got it. I love it. I love it. But thank you guys both so much. Bye, Molly. Have a good night. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you for watching. Bye.